Hello everybody, welcome back to the Corkins Podcast. Me and Kalen are dumbasses and forgot to do an intro this week, so here I am recording one on my own. But today we sat down with Roger and August from Kay and Ashi, so here we go. My name is August. I play bass. Um, uh, I do a lot of other things, and so does Roger here. Roger? Yeah. Uh, no, I do. I'm a guitar player in Kawanashi. Awesome. So I guess to, like, really kick things off, I mean, like, what we, we've had a few other people on here uh, before. Um, so what is pretty much you guys' like, uh, origin stories when it comes to, like, playing music? Like, is there, I don't know, like... Um, did you start playing music because, you know, you've always been around it? Did you have, like, a friend? Like, what was really the, I guess, spark that had you go, okay, this is something that I want to, like, actually take the time to do? Well, it's it's a good thing that you got me and Roger for this question because um, uh, he's one year older than I am. Uh, so I was a freshman when he was a sophomore. And um, it was one of those things where, like, I came out of middle school. I didn't have any friends who listened to metal or, like, you know, like that, that – kind of music um so i was listening to like a lot of like trivium um bullfine valentine you know what i mean like starter metalcore bands yeah um and then i had no thoughts of playing in a band or anything and then i met roger my uh the very first year of high school and he's actually the one who got me into playing bands um to start with so we had like a couple bands that we did together um and then maybe like a couple years after that he went off and did his own thing and um we just so happened to need a guitarist for Kaunashi, uh like a year or two ago. And just so happened that like I could bring him in to this band too. So it was kind of like a full circle kind of, oh, that's kind awesome. of deal. That's fucking sick. Mm-hmm. You'd love to see it. Yeah. I just and, remember uh, like, oh. oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna... <laughs> no, yeah, I was just going to like reiterate like, like, yeah, I remember being like in high school and uh, I was in a jazz band in high school. So I was like playing, but not like really what I wanted to be playing. Um, and so I would play obviously some like covers with some of the other people and like in that band class, but um, it wasn't really the same or the same kind of dynamic where you would be, you have in like another, like, um, like, like a metal band, you know? Um, but like, yeah, it was just like one day in sophomore year, I just saw August and I was like, I think he was wearing a bullet for my Valentine shirt. And I was like, no, it this totally kid, was. This kid <laughs> listens to what I listen to. That's great. Yeah. So like, I mean, like, uh, sought him out and uh, yeah, I convinced him to like try out for uh, what was it like a, a school a school, like a school of rock? Like, it was like a school of rock, rock like high school thing. Oh, hell like, yeah! And like people would be like, yeah, we're gonna play. People played like riffs from like Metallica and what like three days and, crazy train, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, after after that, you know, like we we did a lot of stuff together, and we were in like a couple like high school bands together, and then you know. We both went off and did our own things and then eventually met up as we said before yep and now and now we're here and now we live in house together and uh, <laughs> that's awesome. we play in a band yeah <laughs> that's like super cool to like have like a full like full circle like that because like i mean uh i grew up in virginia so uh kevin and i both live in florida right now but uh oh, no we actually we record remote he, we live like three hours away from each other yeah. uh okay. i met him when one of my bands was um on tour in uh, february 
uh, right before everything got crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah. For the shit show. It's, uh, it's definitely like really cool. Like I, I obviously because like I grew up in Virginia, like I couldn't even like imagine like being able to do that with like friends I made in my childhood. Mm-hmm, so right. Really of course. Cool. Yeah. Um, but um, I guess along with you know like obviously that's what got you guys to play. But um, when did you guys I guess like first start touring? Did you, did you guys ever tour together in like old projects and then it kind of just like it depends what you can uh it depends what you can uh classify as a tour (laughs) um (laughs) you know like uh we um we had definitely played like out of state on like like consecutive like different states for for at least like a week and a half Um, i mean that's more than other bands do so i mean that's yeah, yeah i mean like our our first actual like tour experience was probably like right when we got out of high school and like we had this um this random booking agent quote unquote um do this thing for us and like we ended up playing like a show in like new york and two days later playing this show in north carolina then two days later we play a show in connecticut you know what i mean so you kind of so like you're kind of just like jumping yeah. all over the place um so we did those for a while and then me personally i used to play in this band called vanities um from massachusetts and like they come from like that whole like uh do you guys know like the bands like uh failing sky uh from atlantis um that that whole crowd yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. so um i was in a band a a band with those guys for a while so i got like a little bit more touring experience than than roger did to like start off but like once he joined was basically right when kaunashi started to like tour like a like a decent amount um so yeah, we we have a pretty good amount now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's like before, I was like, I only had like a week and a half that we did together in one of our old bands, and then like directly after that, I did. Uh, it was like pretty much no touring because at that time I wasn't really playing music um, in the bands. Um, but like, yeah, like as soon as I joined up, I was like, it was a little. It got a little. Uh, took me some time to like get used to like yeah, touring he, and all that kind of stuff. Because yeah. I was like. I had done that for like years. <laughs> yeah, like one of like Roger's first t- tours was only like a weekender, I think. But um, it was actually was it twenty? That was a, that was with Fever War, yeah. Eighteen with Fever War, and I think in Damn. February. But yeah, and then from from that tour, like we got like we did like two full US's after that. Um, yeah, we we've, we've had a good amount now though. so like you mentioned like it was a little bit like obviously to get back into but it wasn't anything like crazy you'd say um like when it comes to like getting back into like the swing of things and everything like that yeah yeah like i mean i I can't really speak for roger but but like for for me at least i had like a little lull in touring when i was younger and just like i don't know it's all it's one of those things where we're like i feel very comfortable inside a dirty van um, but I don't feel comfortable in a lot of other places. You know what That's I mean? Fair. So, <laughs> so like, um, it was never really like a super hard thing for me to get used to. Um, That's good. Yeah. You know, it was like a little tough. It took some time to get used to just cause you know, like before I didn't have that much experience at all. I didn't know what I was expecting. And then, uh, I think the biggest thing was just like coping, um, with the van drives and everything. Cause Roger is our nighttime champ. Yeah. He oh, he, he drives a whole entire night while all of us sleep. I can't drive so, past like one a.m. <laughs> I'm assuming the way that your brain works then is that you just go, boom, and you're just like set <laughs> for like, yeah. I mean, like I think when we did our first tour was like what 
when I did my first tour with them, um, the Fever War run, we actually had a friend of ours um, come help us out with the van, and he, he drove that like. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. The entire time, so I was like stuck in the back in the passenger seat, you know, kind of just like, what do I do with my time, and you know, how do I, how do I keep myself occupied while we're on these like four or five hour drives, and um, you know, like as soon as we got our van afterwards, like after that, I kind of just like took it upon myself to like do the night driving. I still don't know how how you do that shit, dude. I, I <laughs> about two two Nazis. <laughs> That's how I do. Oh, man, you always uh, need to you have underrated. to designate that one person to always night drive and i swear like i'm gonna be that dude when we get back out on tour because everyone yeah, in my dude. band knows that i don't go to sleep till like 6 a.m every day and they know i'm that guy so i'm gonna be immediately designated yeah. as that fucking guy Fair enough. not yeah, ready for it i mean like that's how i was but like now i don't know because <laughs> obviously because of, of covid and everything we haven't done any any run or what, what whatsoever but uh, I don't know if I'll be able to make it through the entire night this, like, in the future, but we'll, we'll, that we we'll see, yeah. <laughs> We're getting so, pretty, pretty tired of uh, really. Yeah, um, so I guess with, uh, obviously, like, touring and everything like that, obviously playing music, um, you guys have to obviously have some, like, favorite artists, and I know that's, mm-hmm. like, a big question, um, but you don't really have to do, like, your, like, right on the spot like favorite band <laughs> yeah. band, but definitely like some influences so like sure. what were the bands that and i mean it could be now you could tell me who influenced you you know like back when you guys were shredding both for my valentine like of what's course. really like who got you into playing music because i mean like i feel like we're also part of like a different um not necessarily time, not to pretend like we're like crazy age difference. Because how 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 old are you guys? I'm twenty. I'm twenty one. I'm going to be twenty two okay. soon. Yeah. But I mean, I, Kevin's I'm, actually. I'm a child. I'm eighteen. Yeah. He's oh, 18. you're eighteen, oh, bro. Yeah. I would never have guessed that yeah. shit. Dude. Yeah. That's crazy. No one ever guesses that. So like for me, like the bands that got me to play were like Pierce the Veil and like the whole like Warp Tour scene of music. Yeah. Like, I um I didn't really learn to appreciate I guess more of the like i guess for lack of a better description like equal vision side of bands right of course <laughs> like yeah, you're yeah. At the drive in and stuff like that i just mm-hmm. love that stuff now so yeah i'm really curious to like hear what yeah. you know you can go first um i gotta think well i'm gonna like throw it real back i mean i think when i was in elementary school i like discovered bands like system of a down and corn yeah. and lincoln park and biscuit and all that and that's what i was like listening to and then um I got older I wasn't really thinking about playing an instrument so to say but like a little bit a little bit past that I started listening to like a lot of classic metal um a big one was like Ozzy Osbourne I really looked up to Randy Rose and he's like actually one that got me into like thinking about playing an instrument um because I, re- I really like to look up to him and how he like tried to uh use like classical elements with metal at that time which was a little very unheard of, unheard of yeah but, like that's that's what that's just kind of like creativity that I like enjoy it's when people are able to take it's a completely different genre and mesh it with what they're doing now. Absolutely. Um, so that's how I kind of like started playing guitar. And then like, of course in like high school and, and everything, I started listening to like attack attack and like all, all those kinds of bands. Crab corded. Um, yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to bring that back. Dude, you know, what's <laughs> funny, man. I follow his band on Instagram and I can't remember 
their name, but like that's like their thing. Like they're still clamming on to like that crab core. We are crab core. Like, and like honestly, I respect it, dude. Like they are uh, they're keeping that shit alive, man. <laughs> I'm like I'm super stoked on like the I guess like quote unquote MySpace era sound coming back with bands like uh like if i die first oh like, yeah, yeah 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 like i didn't know what to expect and for i guess that level of you know creativity and you know having obviously an original member from first to last is you know one of the coolest things ever yeah you can't um, really uh talk shit on that one yeah <laughs> yeah but i mean like I mean, I, I, I partially associate, I mean, KO with that whole movement too, even if it's not necessarily, I guess, what you guys said, Umbrella, but I mean, especially, you know, like the, um, I guess like this is hardcore and like LDB side of people yeah, right. probably see y'all as more of like, you know, the not necessarily MySpace revival, but you know what I mean? Like that. We're, you know. we're always, we're never really in a box. We're always on the outside of boxes. So yeah. like, I always like see, awesome. see us as like, uh, as like, um, you know, you know, that spot in the U S it's like, it's like, if, if you stand in as one spot, you're in the four corners of four different States. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. and that's the how I've always seen us in the sense that like, we're always just like, we have one toe in like four different genres. So we can go and play a show with like, a SoundCloud rapper one night, go play This Is Hardcore the next night, you know what I mean? And then go play like a fucking like straight up like metalcore show, yeah, you know what I mean? And yeah. like it would still work and fit. Um, and it's pretty like diverse shows. Yeah. Like you would ordinarily think like, oh, they're not going to like fit in, but like surprisingly we do. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm um, just know, go- I mean, going. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, I was just gonna say like yeah I mean I I've seen you guys a few times like especially with like you know like I've seen you guys like play this is hardcore going you know like uh the way that I even found out about you guys was the start end tour oh uh, no way okay yeah yeah and I was just like this is awesome uh and I didn't know what to expect really because I was just like you know you see like a sworn in lineup and you're like oh they probably just sound like you know like death card or fucking some stay sick band but no mm-hmm. and I was like sick um and i mean like i've seen you guys play um that oceana show which is just oh, like wait you were there the one in tampa yeah. oh my god dude we yeah have stories we'll get to later on that one <laughs> <laughs> that's how but, um, um <laughs> yeah isaac and i uh, met uh y'all and that's how we found a place to stay for this is hardcore we ended up staying with alex who was just nice enough oh my god i yeah. know i knew you looked familiar dude yeah, Fucking, yeah. i'm sorry dude i have like the worst no, memory dude, but good, like i I knew it, dude. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See, it makes a lot, a lot more sense now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Just going, going off, off of that though, like because like we fit into like so many different genres, like it definitely speaks to like what we all listen to in terms of bands. Um. So like, as Roger was saying, like like he kind of came, came up with like that Ozzy kind of like classical metal side, and like a lot of us had were right in the middle of like that like crab core kind of like scene core time so like that really sticks with us a lot and then like the hardcore side is like a lot of payo actually because um he was the one going to like all like those like new england like massachusetts like original like hardcore shows so he brings wings exactly yeah yeah yeah. so like he's like yeah like he's bringing in those elements like my my side like a side of the music is like i like i really like acts like uh from Indian Lakes, Polyenzo, uh, Silver Sun pickups. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm kind of, like, the lighter guy of, like, this whole band. So, like, all all of our styles just end up, like, fusing in, like, this weird melting pot. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Um, yeah. 
yeah yeah but like it's, we all listen to like the kind of like step the similar stuff like there's stuff that like all yeah there's what he listens to but he'll play in the, like in the van and then we'll, we'll all like sing along with exactly it. yeah and then, and then we all start like yeah that's gonna be like so satisfying <laughs> mm-hmm. like exactly I feel like a lot of people, I mean, like, I feel like a lot of people settle, honestly, like a lot creatively, you know what I mean? So it's really <laughs> rare that you get to have uh, an opportunity where everyone's like satisfied with like what they want to, you know, contribute uh, mm-hmm. uh, creatively. I mean, um, Kevin and I are both in multiple projects. So, and part of the reason for that is like, you know, getting the fix of wanting to create everything that you want to create. So it's really yeah, awesome right. that um, you're able to do that. Um, exactly. within one, like, and especially oh, within one band too oh yeah yeah we all come from very different backgrounds but like musically we're all set like i don't know like it's very weird we're all very similar but we're all very different like 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 that doesn't make any sense but that's like the best way to to describe us really <laughs> gotcha so i mean um when when you guys started like um i guess like writing was it always more like necessarily in like the heavier direction because i mean obviously you guys have different influences and stuff like that but like when you guys were like first writing was it more of like the not necessarily prog because i feel like that's something mm-hmm. that's like developing but you know what i mean like uh i see kanashi is like you said like a swiss army knife like you have yeah. your feet and everything but you still have you know your moments of like higher energy for i guess more or less the majority you know of what course, I mean? Because yeah. I mean, you have you have your times like drift, and then you have your times like hexes. So it's really just yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, was was uh, I guess like more aggressive music something that you guys were always a part of, or was it all or was it something that you guys like just tried out? It's it's one of those things where like um, at least when I joined um, native ex native and ex prayers were all Alex. That was uh, like he wrote basically everything besides the vocals. Um, and like those are definitely like on the heavier side, I would say, of all of our stuff. Um, Never home uh, was majority Alex and Peo, and that's when you start to hear like that heavier side because again, that's when like Peo started to uh, uh, write with us too. And then once yeah. Why'd You Do It came around, um, that's when me, Alex, and everybody else like start like started to write stuff. So that's when like that's when like that melting pot thing kind of happen because like with why'd you do it like that's when you get like the emotional side the melodic side the heavy side like we kind of like have everything in there and that was like the release that like really um that's what turned us into like that melting pot really um gotcha. and then really this new awesome. album yeah yeah like this this new album is even more so because now um you know like a lot a lot of the songs like me and alex did then we had a lot of songs that we wrote in a cabin like all all together that there was a lot of songs that roger came came in and, and like added leads and things like we didn't think of so with this next album that we're kind of that like we're currently sitting on it got a lot more um diverse and like a lot more um taste of everybody that's awesome that's yeah. sick um i guess without like <laughs> without like trying to like get in on info is is there a next is the next release like um a, like a full length because i see why did you do it as um, like i i see it as an album if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. just because i think the way that they see it is like uh even if it's like uh less than 10 or nine songs it's like yeah it's something like that yeah. yeah and i remember alex was talking to us about that but i mean um 
would you say that this is like an actual, like, I guess, quote unquote, actual full length? Definitely a full length. Yep. Yep. Awesome. It's, That's it's exciting. a long boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> definitely like, <laughs> it's definitely uh, the, the longest thing that we've done so far. Um, and yeah, there's just, we, we just tried to cram as much of our own selves and personalities into it as we can. And it just, it ended up being pretty long. <laughs> yeah. And it was funny because like, before we left to like go to a cabin to write some more songs, we were all kind of like stressed out thinking that we weren't going to have enough like content to like put out an album. But like by the end of the day, we were like, Oh, we have, we have plenty. Yeah. Once, once we got to this cabin that we wrote a lot of this album at, it, it was kind of like, I didn't really know what to think about it going into it. Like I knew that we were going to make something cool. I didn't know how it was going to be made. I didn't know how we were going to write it or track everything or any of that. Um, and it, it was just like a really nice feeling, like kind of like going into this one cabin, locking ourselves in there for two weeks and kind of just like trusting the process that we will make something nice. And um, yeah, we walked out of there with songs that we were like really proud of. Um, that's awesome and it was kind of just like you know what I mean like we kind of just we're just like let's just try it out and see what happens and it ended up working out very well that's fucking dope the thing Maybe. is like I've with my with the bands I'm with legitimately it's just we don't we can't go away and lock ourselves away because when we basically started everything like doing everything like major leagues I was in random ass projects that we kind of just did whatever we wanted and never mm-hmm. released anything but when we started writing with these bands, it's kind of just show up, write, end the day. It wasn't just like, and we literally have like a, like five or seven songs right now for everything. But it's just, we don't know how we're doing any of it right now. Now, when, when do you guys write? Do you guys, do you guys write at, at a computer? Do you guys live jam? Do no, you guys we, do we, voice memos? straight up session jam. All right. See, like that, that was something that like we never really did before. Um, Cause yeah, like, um, uh, at my parents' house and at my house now, um, I have like a little like studio set up. Um, so we used to just like demo everything at my house. Um, so, which is also why the cabin was a little bit of a daunting thing to us. Cause like we never, I mean like we've live jammed before and like we've live wrote before, but not to the extent of like full song ideas and having to do at least like four or five. You know yeah. I mean? um, so it was really like a, like it wasn't like a, I thought it was going to fail, but like, you know, we just had no experience doing doing it. But like, once we actually like got into a room and like, we just played, it felt very natural. And like, it all just came out. Yeah. Those are some some of the best times you get, honestly. Exactly, man. So one thing that I guess we've found out recently, just like by some of our like friends and our listeners pointing it out is that like, um, we have like a quote unquote uh, interesting thing with our podcast where like we're both musicians and it's apparently mm-hmm. like a mindset that you don't really get on other podcasts. So with right. that, we love talking about like gear and like just okay. music yeah. nerd shit. We can um, talk about gear, so bro. <laughs> with that being said, was there, I guess, like anything super experimental that you guys did, I guess, either tuning wise or like gear wise uh, on the new album? that you feel like talking about again, like, and <laughs> I don't want to like give away any secrets or anything. There's, there's a new tuning yes, that we use. We do use a new tuning that we usually don't. Um, yeah. And then for other gear stuff, I mean, not too much. I don't yeah. We, we we're, we're not really the type of band to um, get extremely crazy with like reamps or like, um, adding like really subtle layers behind stuff you know what i mean like we're kind of like much more of like a 
cut and dry. We're just going to play really loud and really fast. And yeah, yeah. Um, But as Roger said, we did try some new tuning stuff. So you're going to hear some songs that definitely don't sound like usual Kawanashi tracks. Um, But in terms of gear, actually, like how how we wrote a lot of these songs, because I was talking about the cabin and like how we ended up going about that process. Um, we ended up just setting up these two room mics, one kick drum mic, and I believe one snare mic. And then we just plugged in the DI from our Helix and our Kemper and our dark glass head straight to my computer. And like, it was like a really like, kind of like Jerry rigged, like didn't sound the greatest. And like, I've never actually tried doing that with that many inputs before. Um, so that, 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 like, that was a unique experience, but it ended up coming out like really, really cool. Like even with just like the four drum mics, we were, able to get like all the songs down in like a way that we can like take that idea and transfer it into like an actual like pre-pro idea. Um, so that was a new thing for us. Um, and yeah, we just, uh, we try to keep it simple really. That's awesome. I mean like, yeah, I, for, I, I always like forget this and it's really funny. Uh, all three of the projects I've been just all exclusively play in drop C. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very like, I guess like if it ain't broke, don't fix it sort of thing. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's fair. Things. But uh, what I do a lot is um, I mess around with like uh, Octaverse stuff uh, a lot just to like beef up certain things. And that's what I do to like switch it up per se. Yeah. Uh, and I knew when we went into the studio, um, in May, we actually experimented with like, uh, it's just like dad gad whole step down. So it's just like okay. the C version yeah, yeah. of that. And we, we were like experimenting with it, but we ended up just going with like the normal tuning because it wasn't, I guess, um, as useful, I guess. Okay, yeah. A better word than we expected yeah. it to be. But I've always like just found stuff like that interesting. Like I got an eight string like four days ago and I have like no project <laughs> to like apply that to. And I'm just like, I just want to like see what happens. Cause yeah, I dude, kinda, of course. You know, the like weird Squire uh, jazz masters. Like, oh, those, those like base sixes. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I have one of those and I got that as like a way of tuning ignorantly low. <laughs> Yeah. um it's like double c isn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, one of my like new favorite bands probably like honestly ever is like sleep token okay okay and yeah. um i've just been super fascinated with like the kind of stuff that they've been doing which is like writing in you know tunings as low as like drop e flat mm-hmm. but still keeping it melodic you, you yeah and like using yeah. the full range of like an eight so um i'm just like a huge gear nerd (laughs) (laughs) trust Um, me dude i i am the same the same way like like you know like as i said i do like to keep it simple but like i'm currently in the process of building out my own studio right now so i can start um working with bands and tracking bands but um yeah yeah man like like i i have a kemper i have a ua audio interface and i just make the best music that i can (laughs) yeah yeah Oh, man, um, sick. But yeah, dude. Like, uh, we we used to play in drop G, uh, sorry, in drop G, uh, for native and X prayers. And then when I joined, <laughs> we moved into G sharp. It's simply because the bass that I had, I didn't want to tune it lower than it was. So that's basically the reason why we play in G sharp now, and that's stuck <laughs> for the past like four years. Um, so when like in 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 like hindsight, um, that like 
half a step change probably wouldn't have made a huge difference. But um, yeah, yeah, no, same. And like, it just ended up like kind of sticking with us now. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I mean, it's just like personally, I think sharp tuning sound better for that style. So for example, like the like notey style that you guys play where it's more, you know, not necessarily prog, but like you're, you're doing more like notey type stuff. Yeah, yeah uh, of course. I guess gentier. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just think it, uh, sharp tunings have more of like a percussive tone to them. Fair enough. Like yeah. when you're doing yeah, like uh, open stuff, like my biggest like example for that is like, like Lost of Flames. Like they play an A sharp and it's just like, for whatever reason, if you like A and B it with like even like anything lower or anything higher, it just sounds so bouncy in a sharp yeah, tuning. Of course. And that's what I really like about like G sharp, A sharp and stuff like that. I, I feel like um, with like D sharp you get you still get like a more more melodic element to, towards everything as well. Um I mean you still have your high end, but like you still have that your low string for, for punchiness. Yeah. I, I will say though, um I I will always wish that we played in standard tuning or drop D. Sim- I, it's simply yeah, because it's simply because yeah, I'll just go down to you know double drop D or something. I don't know. I just want to <laughs> play in bass in like standard or drop D because like like the tonal options and like how easy it is to get a good tone when you're below like drop C for for metal bass. You know, it's very hard to get like a smooth consistent still gritty tone without like losing that like low and sustained um but with drop d man with the drop d one single dark glass pedal man that's all you fucking need <laughs> like it yeah, gets i mean like it gets real crazy <laughs> like they did it like anyone can yeah exactly can, man like, i remember i remember when i was like learning i think like the first every time i die song i learned was like decay with the boys or something it had to be something <laughs> i remember pulling up those tabs and being like they play in drop D. <laughs> I mean, like when you're like like 15, 16, like especially like, uh, I guess like I learned how to play guitar in like the Jared Dines like, air er- like era of like guitar learning. So okay, fair, like, yeah. Not even that low, like that's not. <laughs> but uh, no, Pretty I exactly. feel that like the ease of just being able to like go anywhere like it just and like, not have to get your bass all song. set up in this weird way dude like yeah, i exactly. i i have a ding wall now and um my thickest string is like a 148 i believe a 150 Ooh, um yeah. and like that's pretty thick man like 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 the highest gauge you can buy in stores is like a 135 if you're lucky and yeah. like it's annoying that like i have to go and like order these custom strings and like For get what, my bass set up yep yep that's exactly yeah. yep and like they're they're a great great company they've they've always like helped me out like i met the guy on a tour last last summer actually and he works really hard you know what i mean it's it's one dude who runs that whole entire company too which is pretty crazy to think about giving the clientele that that they have and you know like they've had their customer service issues and and in the past but like once i knew that i was like dude i give you props man like i don't know how i would feed like thousands of metalcore kids screaming for their strings you know what i mean like <laughs> the amount of anxiety and stress that comes out of that probably is it sounds like a CR nightmare yeah geez yeah exactly. um so i guess to keep the ball rolling i mean we can go uh back to the topic of touring um obviously we're not here to break up any marriages or like <laughs> i guess like pick any favorites but i mean like do you guys have a favorite tour 
um honestly the glory be to misery tour that we just did with the last 10 that i think that was our, our most actually no it was downstream that was the most yeah, most recent the one. Most recent. Oh man i missed this <laughs> yeah the glory be to misery tour is a very special tour for us um you know for a lot a lot of reasons one just because like that was definitely the most reaction and like the most uh quote-unquote like successful tour that we've seen um, the space on like numbers, you know, merch sold, um, the amount of kids that we, we were able to meet and talk to and the experiences that we had. Um, actually, our photographer got married in Vegas on our off day. Yeah, the whole tour package went man. there. Yeah, dude, that that was like one of like the craziest like tour days that I've had. Just because like it's so many people from all around the country that you just met maybe like two or three weeks ago, some of them. And like now you're just all off in Vegas for your mutual friends, like, like full on wedding. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that was, that was just like a crazy night for all, yeah. for all of us. And like, um, I remember seeing the, uh, like the wrap up videos on Instagram and I was like, this is so <laughs> like, I'm so glad that you guys do those. Like, please don't ever stop. <laughs> I feel like not enough bands do shit like that, man. Dude, like, we are fucking idiots, man. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's, it's personality. Like, that's what people look yeah, for. You know what I mean, like, I, I hate when I, and I mean, like, this sounds so, like, fucking dumb and selfish, but, like, I hate when I don't, like, have an idea of who, like, bands are personally, even though it's, yeah. like, super dumb. But, you know, like, it's, like, the same thing when, like, you're in like high school and you're watching like you know like funny moments or like interviews with like certain bands you're like i want to know what this guy's like uh yeah. like back in the day with like i mean like he's you know gone now but like brand stars interviews and stuff like yeah that. yeah yeah i mean um, like it's one of those things where like um a cody actually i don't know if that was his first tour with us was that his first tour with us or uh, actually no he yeah. he came to tampa with us actually tampa was oh. the first time he, he really like traveled with us and um you know, right. Cody is, yeah. um, Cody just turned 21. So he's a little younger than us. Um, so, you know, like we, we love him to death. Um, but he has this, like this ability to capture us in certain lights and certain moments that nobody else can really capture us. Um, and not necessarily the best moments. We have a lot of footage that we aren't exactly proud of, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> um, it's just like you know, like he he has his gift of like ca capturing us at like those moments and like splicing it up in a way that makes us look funnier than we are. You know yes. what I mean? <laughs> and that's like the best kind of you know person to have. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's awesome. The uh, Ten Seconds Life tour. Um, what would you say? I mean, like obviously you said like that was you know the most amount of growth, but I guess I'll change my question. Um, how like I guess surreal was it when you guys found out about, you know, equal vision, especially, you know, with such a heritage. And I mean, like, I feel like not a lot of people know this, but I mean, equal visions roster is quite, I mean, like it's, it's still sizable, but definitely like smaller comparatively to, you know, to yeah. uh, a few other labels in the scene. So obviously to get on an opportunity like that is fantastic. And I know you guys are still, um with unbeaten as well if i'm not mistaken yeah so like we kind of have like a par partnership with both the labels both uh, like we got to equal vision from a from buddy from unbeaten basically um gotcha. 
and like you know like they like 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 the guys who run both those labels are really really good people we have our full trust in both of them um yeah it, it's a very surreal thing man like we we never thought that we'd end up on that label and like it's one of those things where like we just so happen all of us to grow up listening to those bands that were on that label like i love circa i love harvard closure to moscow uh, i mean sorry closure in moscow um so like it just so happened that we ended up on this label that all of us grew up listening to their bands um That's and just too. like to be able to talk to the people that worked with those bands like personally was like very surreal experience like it like it's just weird because like the guy who um who's like our main contact there um dan he's a great like great dude he uh like he took the time to come out have dinner with us like like come sign signed the contract like in 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 person and made like a very personable experience and i feel like there's a lot of labels that's like you don't get that kind of like personal treatment you don't get that kind of like uh, you are a part of our family now yeah Um, very supportive yeah no that's phenomenal that equal vision especially you know like a a label of that magnitude still has that um you know very personal connection yeah uh like you said that is hard to find um uh one of my one of my bands is going through like a similar process right now but the label's like in texas so it's not Mm -hmm. as like you know uh simple but um yeah of course but it's 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 awesome to really just like know that you know um you're you're being treated the same as like your heroes which is exactly yeah 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 and just like exactly and just like having the comfort of knowing that like again like not not only do we get to work with the people that like brought up the bands that we are inspired by, but also just knowing that like, you know what I mean? We don't have to worry about like getting fucked over or anything like that. And I mean, like, it's all just like, I don't know. We, we feel a very strong connection to that label music wise. And now like personally too, yeah. which is, which is a very good feeling. That's it's the best combination. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess um, we're nearing we're nearing the end of <laughs> of uh, everything we got going on here, but we just have a few more questions. Of course, this one's a pretty simple one, but it's uh, one that I always like like to ask just because I'm always I'm most curious. What's your favorite song of yours to play live, or um, or and it depends if you want to. What's like a song that you either haven't played live or like don't play live often that you would love to play more? because i know you guys have like a very diverse catalog and obviously it spans across you know years of you know different writing like you said and like different you know feels and i don't know i'm just curious i'd say right now my favorite to play is real leather um we'll do a fast riff and yeah some older songs some songs that we don't play enough i mean i know we do occasionally play drift, but I feel like I, I love playing drift just because it's fast and you know. Yeah. Although it is a workout when you're playing live. Yeah, that shit's a little, a little bit of a workout. In, and when we have drift on the on the set list, I like. Right in the middle. My hand's gonna be hurting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, like I didn't stretch out the hand enough to do this. Yeah. It's actually it's actually yeah, ironic. It's funny because like like before we like go up on stage we all have like our kind of like rituals that we do to get ready and, like, oh okay sick. i know yeah i know like for me i like doing like these like little 
finger tapping thing of like my dexterity and then like also just kind of like stretching everything and i'll eventually get to my guitar and just start working up and down fretboard i know you've done that kind of stuff as well yeah um honestly i would probably say the same answer i love playing real leather um just because like again like like that has like equal parts riffs melody and heavy um true but like in terms of like newer stuff dude like this new album is what i'm really excited to play live there's like like for for myself at least like um the i i like made a point to like make my bass parts a little more um intricate and separated from the guitars um so i have a lot more standalone parts on this new stuff that i'm that i'm very excited to play live um that um (laughs) yeah yeah and then uh yeah man i mean probably just real leather um i like playing the basics live a lot too um from native ep uh i don't know why that's it's just always a fun like a high energy kind of song um that's fair and also i love when peter does the pause in uh in troubled um where like we just stop because we never know what he's gonna say dude he doesn't tell us shit like he he just kind of just like says something the uh the most notorious (laughs) is uh uh, I won the lottery today. <laughs> Man said you're yeah, right. oh, yeah, yeah. Like, nope. My name's Peter. <laughs> dude, so great. when he first said that, I was fucking crying. I almost <laughs> missed my cue to go back in, dude. Like, I, I absolutely like, would have missed that. I would have just been like, I can't. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny that you mentioned the tuning thing earlier because before, honestly, like three days ago, um, I was learning the main riff and drift just because it's fun as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started like playing it in G sharp because I thought that you guys played in A sharp right. on the first EP and then G sharp exclusively. I started playing it and I was like, wait. And then I uh, <laughs> and then I like listened to Exit uh, two and I like played the low note and I was like, holy shit, this is in G. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like the same thing. Uh, dude, Drift is probably one of my favorites as well. If you want tabs, dude, we got tab- dude, yeah, tabs for Drift. We'll, we'll absolutely send that to you. Dude, yeah. that'd be sick. I I would absolutely greatly appreciate that. That's gonna be really fun because I actually have the same uh the same LTD that you guys use. So, oh my god, <laughs> dude! The fact that what's funny about that is like Alex has always had that like LTD, but like when I first started, I like I first started as a fill-in. So like yeah, when August asked me, I was like, oh cool. What kind of like do I need a different type of guitar or anything or like what kind of tunings do you guys play in? And I didn't know they were playing seven strings at the time. And that was like an unknown world to me because I had just always played. Oh my God, so really? Like, that first tour, I learned how to play a seven string and like how to like accustom to like that entire thing. And then because I liked Alex's guitar and that was like the only guitar I was like really using at that time. Um, I went ahead and bought myself one just because, you know, why not? That was the only seven string that if I If it works, then it works. I mean, dude, it's... That was a pain in the ass, because we have both have the exact same Oh, part, yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I think it looks fucking clean. Like, he has his being a little bit different without the pit guard. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, there's still something... Yeah, there's still something that's just always going to be badass about both guitars playing the same guitar. Like, there's nothing... 
There's nothing I you fully can agree. I mine fully was, agree. Mine was honestly just like, I played that guitar when I was like 16 years old. And I was like, this is the best goddamn seven I think I've ever played. And I got it for a, oh man, dude, I'm a reverb fiend. I feel you, dude. 90% of my net income goes to fucking years. So like, I'm always just like looking for deals and I got that for 400 literally just because it's a good the, price for that guitar yeah just because the back has like a uh, a chip out of it but it's the back of the guitar that just adds to the tone dude and, uh, yeah, and my <laughs> whole thing is i don't like i hate buying new gear because you always have the mentality of oh i can't fuck this up like if i so much as like hit this on a table i'm gonna like freak out and <laughs> yell for like a day way. like i always scour the internet to see what if i could find like the best deal right absolutely like, I bought in a 6505 for like 400 bucks off eBay. Oh, time. man. Saw it at the right time. And then even and the guitar that I have like now that, that LTD, like I saw that on eBay for like 500. So like I immediately swiped that. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I see, I don't have mine. I don't have luck like that, dudes. Like, <laughs> I, like I, I mean, dude, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm not exaggerating when I say this. I think at least 10% of my day I'm on reverb. And I mean, that's just like that's with like casual percentage. scrolling, <laughs> like um, my dream amp for years, like years was a rocker verb. Okay, I cool. finally got one like two months ago and it's a rocker verb 100 mark one. First thing I fucking played on it was Slipknot. And like, <laughs> um, congratulations, got, that's sick. Thank you. Uh, which is really ironic because my live rig, I, I use a Helix stomp just into a, um, <laughs> Duncan Power Stage, and I have a oh, precision, I have a precision drive in front of that, so my entire rig's my pedal board, and I'm just like, done. I'm just dude, hugging the cab. If, like, if Alex was yeah. here on this car right now, oh, he would I'm be losing his He's shit. the one who convinced me to get it. Yeah, 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 yeah dude. He's been all... with him. Alex and I have been like talking about kind of like condensing our like our rig, because like, right now, it's like when Helixes and Kemperas and giant rack cases yeah. and shit Boards and you know even with the cabs and everything and well the, the main reason why we want to like do a different rig kind of like right now is because our cabs are like weird they're, like they're wired, massive they're wired yeah i've seen they're, yeah they're like they're like something weird like 12 or 14 ohms which is yeah they're they're just wired in a very strange yeah, so way like, so like using like an actual tube power head with our cabs isn't the best option right now it's so um, interesting and since like Again, like since they can get the stomps, and um, my my whole ring just uh, just um, is comprised of like a little like probably like the size of my laptop head, and yeah. like three pedals. I can also put all my shit on one board, so like we could theoretically just have three cabs, three pedal boards, and our guitars, and that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that's what I've been doing. Like uh, I have like a compact two by twelve. Uh, it's made mm. by. Uh, do you guys remember Panama? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a Panama two by twelve, and the reason why I love it is my favorite like speaker uh, like combination is a vintage thirty and a cream back, okay. and that's just exactly what it sounds like. Hell yeah! I mean, it's yeah. light as hell. So yeah, what like for touring, like I just have my pedal board, I have like a Gator case, and I just have everything rooted. So all I do when I set it down is I plug it into uh, a grounded Furman strip. I uh, okay. plug the speaker cable from my um uh duncan power stage to the cab and i'm done just like turn my wireless on and that's so easy oh we got the wireless too dude yeah. fucking, i've owned maybe like i swear to god like at least five to six of those g30 
packs and like they literally yeah. always break on me i lose the pedal thing there was one time that my old band mix dog like ate it basically <laughs> uh, yeah i've just had some very bad luck with wireless stuff and honestly like, i i have a line 6 g50 right now and again it's a situation like facebook marketplace some dude became a dad didn't need a wireless anymore <laughs> i got that for like 150 and it's like a 350 dude 150 i'm saying dude if, I, if if we had like a we could literally have a whole zoom call and just stupid deals that i've gotten on gear that's beside the dude point. we just like, have to find a bunch of dads that are fresh dads and don't want to play florida, music anymore florida <laughs> literally central florida i live in orlando so like they're All everywhere right. i'm gonna change like, my zip code on 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 <laughs> reverb right now yeah there you go the thing um, is i've literally seen this man i think like we were on the discord at like three or four in the morning just talking and we were just going through his reverb listings of shit he's watched oh and God. he's lost i think he had he has like over 180 pages of shit <laughs> like, it's, it's it's well into 3k of just shit that was yeah. on my watch list that's been sold and one night i was just like you guys want to look at all the stuff i missed out on because <laughs> like like um i'm very i'm very fortunate like i i have a lot of gear man and i mean like um very fortunate to be able to like have this much gear like i have uh, like 19 guitars um yeah three yeah i have three (laughs) do that please don't fucking do what i do it's so like it's pointless but i i don't know like all my guitars have like a purpose for me like of course they all have their own like whatever's the the main reason why i have so many is because when i first got into like I guess, guitar collecting, for lack of a better term. I used to just buy pieces of shit and mod the hell out of them. Okay. So, like, uh, like most of my guitars are that. But obviously, when you do that, you lose all your resale value. I was so... going to say, dude, yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, dude. But, like, that's that's what you love about it, man. Like, yeah. you made them, like your, your, like, your guitars. You gave them, like, your own character, man. Like, exactly. Like, what point is there to sell them? Mm-hmm. But you know, I I highly recommend the Stomp. I mean, I I'm not a super heavy effect guy, but I mean, if you guys are doing like snapshots and you can fit it all in there, mm-hmm. it's definitely yeah. the best thing to do. Because I actually didn't realize this until recently. You can still run the Stomp into front of house and your cab. Yeah. You just yeah. send the send, or you change the send uh mono instead of stereo, and you just yep. Put that out instead and i was like my life's is complete because like just, yeah dude my because my whole thing is like i'm i'm that dick that likes his amp to be turned out just loud as hell on yeah. stage <laughs> so like whenever we're like micing up cabs i'm always like and i i feel bad that i'm the guy that like during the set just like every now and then it's like just like a little bit but not, yeah, not like too yeah, crazy yeah, like i'm never like cranking but um sometimes you have to do that though yeah no definitely there i i forget who said it to me on on what tour but um it was this this like one piece of advice i was like just turn yourself up loud enough so you can hear yourself let the sound guy deal with the rest yeah you know i mean because like unless you have like a like your own like guy or, or like your own like front of house guy that you tour with who knows your sound who knows your rigs who knows you know what i mean you're gonna have random guys who most likely have never heard of you before running your sound you know what i mean yeah. especially yeah. at at the level that that we're at so like i always just kind of like stick to that rule like turn myself up loud enough so i can he- hear myself because like 
no matter what, at least I know that my playing is good, even if it's not like the absolute best sounding out there. At least yeah. I know that I'm, that I'm on point with what I'm doing. And like, I really care more so about how I'm playing um, than like, you know what I mean? Like, than like that the front of house sound, I guess. I mean, like, mm-hmm. obviously both are important, but like, if I, like, if I have to pick, you know what I mean? That's fair. I mean, like, I know a lot of people that do that. Um, <clears throat> I watched like a rig rundown the other day with uh, Sharptooth. Um, okay, yeah. And they're solid. I've, n- I mean, like, I've, I've never been like a huge like fan of them in general. I mean, like, they're what they stand for is phenomenal and stuff like that. It's just like never been my cup of tea. But um, their guitarist is, is like a huge gear junkie, so of course I was just like, all right, let's see what he has to say. And yeah. they, I mean, they're all they're all analog, but they do it in a very like as like innovative analog as you get get. Okay. They have the they have the big Bogner heads. But on the back of them, they have the uh, little like Hugh and Kettner red boxes that are going to front okay. of house. Oh, and interesting. Way, and the way that they do their effects, like completely, is they use the HX effects. And those are MIDI capable. So not only does it do patches for effects, but it can change the channel of their amps. Oh, okay. So that's, li- that's pretty yeah. neat. Yeah. So like they have like literal patches for, you know, it'll like switch the channel of like the Bogner instead of just like, you know, doing both. That's um, definitely our next goal. <laughs> yeah, that's it's that's something um, like we like Alex and I like always talk about like MIDI switching and everything. But we, I mean, it's a lot, man. It's not it's, it's not an easy thing to really get set up and like yeah. for me at least I'm a very anxious person and um relying on technology that much kind of worries me but um like you know like once you get got it down and like you have it down to like a science like it's not that bad but um that's probably what we're going to be spending this quarantine doing too i mean like is we're probably not going to be playing anything for at least another year at this point yeah i mean so um we have the time to get that all set up so hopefully by the time we do play shows again we'll have the midi switching set up we'll have um we're trying to get like our own like in your rig going um oh hell yeah but you know that's all like uh we have to kind of get the pieces one at a time because it's all so expensive to kind of like get yeah, together absolutely yeah um, i'm just a, i'm just a drummer in the corner like all right you just I'm gotta like, listen to <laughs> i'm like yeah I tracks, just, dude. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like sick i just got a new snare that's <laughs> yeah you just got an sjc uh, i just got an SJC, sjc so i'm i'm starting to get on it um, okay, with sjc now so oh yeah dude gonna try to get the endorsement <laughs> yeah right? dude the grind the grind so we really only have like one more topic of discussion and i mean it's a very general statement what have you guys been jamming recently we're gonna um, we're, probably, we're gonna go all around like kevin and i are gonna do our yeah, do our thing too but we course. just like to we like to end the episode on that just because like um, especially because uh, our usual format is like reviewing and like you know talking mm-hmm. about news um but I mean, we we love when we get to interview people, and uh, I guess now's a better time than ever to say like thank you guys for taking the time out of your day. Yeah, we really appreciate it. No, uh, dude, thank you guys for, for this. Yeah, like this is the first time I've ever done a podcast. So if you're listening to this, sorry if I'm a little weird. I legit, I legit, I like tweeted the whole thing out as just like I was like fuck it, full send. And then our friend Aaron just like tweeted at Peo and was like, Hey, you want to do this? And he was like, sure. Yeah. And then he DM'd us and he was like, he's like, I just did a long one. He's like, you want to get August and Roger? And we're like down. Yeah. yeah. We were really excited because we like, we know that, I mean, Peo was telling us that you, like you guys haven't really able to like do anything like that. We were yeah. like stoked on it because I mean, 
me personally, like the only time that I've seen you guys really do like a lot of content like this was like the equal vision thing yeah. that you guys did. The, uh, oh, was well, a deep dive. Yeah. 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 Deep dive. yeah. And that I was, was just like, yeah, experience. it's sick. Yeah. But I mean, mean uh, for, for me at least, I mean like, I'm like, I consider myself much more on like the, the music side of everything and like the, and, like the tech side of everything. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely not really usually the one to like do the interviews and like do the podcast and shit, but it's yeah. nice if somebody wants to talk to me, but thank Absolutely. you. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, this was, this was kick-ass. I really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, thank dude. you guys. Again. Um, but yeah, in terms of stuff I'm jamming, fuck. Um, last night I was making dinner and I was listening to Pierce the Veil's uh, Self Machines. Oh, uh, fantastic album. Best harmonies on any album. Yeah, hold um, on one second. This is just next to my table, like at all times, and I feel like now is a better time than ever. Dude, ah, <laughs> oh, the classic, dude. Oh. I literally, I'm such a, I'm such a fucking fanboy, dude. I one for one the lines on this. I took the time out of my day, like no shit, to look at his and go with each. And the crazy part is, like, there's even different thicknesses. <laughs> so dude. I was cutting electrical tape. But yeah, no, I. Uh, Man, that's 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 respect, dude. I, damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like my inspiration sitting next to my desk at all times. It's even in that, like though. drop C sharp, which is what they play in. Like, I'm perfect. Just, there like, you go. Yeah, you can full set rip it any time. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Fucking Pierce the Veil, uh, funeral for a friend, closure in Moscow. Uh, what else? Uh, I recently got Spotify as of like three weeks ago. Oh, um, I switched oh, yeah. from from apple music um and dude like i i will never go back to apple music ever again i have found so many i've found so many bands and artists that like i just i never knew about or would have never found with apple music just because of like a like spot spotify has like that what's it called um for discover weekly oh yeah Um, that's yeah yeah that and like um so i kind of just been like every single night i'll like i'll put that on shuffle and i'll listen to that until i go to sleep and like i found so many bands dude like this band called um will what are they called uh, i'll have to look actually You're um good. whale bones um oh, and they're yeah, like they're on bokito they're on uh Geritology's. oh really yeah they're on jeratology's uh company thing not label, label like. media thing whatever it is whale bones really yeah yeah oh shit they're like that That's uh cool. math, math rocky band right no actually they're like whale more bones. like an ambient rock band i'm very surprised that the, there's two bands called whale bones i'll be very surprised hold on let me make sure i'm not <laughs> wrong about this um no they are yeah they're on bokito interesting well yeah. shit you learn something new every day but yeah dude like that that band there's this band um sights and sounds i believe they're called that's the vocals of, of a comeback kids band but like oh, like his like yeah. alt rock band um i've been listening to that a lot um and i listened to meteora once a week that's, i'm i'm with i'm with you on that one i'm like yeah. a park fanboy yeah dude, that's, that's what I, I grew up on. i'm actually same. getting a like meteora hybrid theory combo tattoo on my forearm soon. i've always thought about getting a tattoo for them because you know the only band tattoos that i have i got when i was 18 and it's the counterparts logo on my it's side the, the, the and circle. like don't yeah yeah and like don't get me wrong i still love that band but like you know what i mean it's one of those things where like i wish it was a lincoln park thing instead yeah. I'm not, i was I'm thinking not about it i was like I was, maybe, I was like maybe i'll get strikey done too I was like, <laughs> i'm enough. waiting for that one hype beast bro to just do nothing left to love on his chest <laughs> he's like i don't even need the shirt dude dude i used to want um i used to want uh 
we came as Romans lyrics across my chest when I was like 17. Oh man. And, uh, and my mom didn't let me, and she didn't <laughs> let me get snake bites either. And both those things I'm super thankful for. <laughs> <laughs> I had snake bites for like all of a week. I got them. Dude, I was such like a trashy like scene kid. I, I think I got those piercings done in like a park near my house. Just oh, like, God, dude. Like, <laughs> like, like with my like friends who like totally know what they're doing. And I was like, they use a nice cube like, to numb your yeah. lip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like, yeah, put a needle right through my lip that has not been sterilized. Fuck it. My mom won't notice. Like, fuck it. Man. Fuck it. We're on one of those plastic slides that like five year olds slide down on as well. Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Roger, yeah. What, what have you been listening to? I've been listening to a, well, this past week I've been listening to like pretty much everything Enter Shikari, uh, mostly Common Heads. Um, Their new album is Yeah, new album is we, 10 out of 10. Yeah, Crazy, we, dude. We, we was really awesome. fuck with that album. That, thank you for reminding me. I want to re-listen to that album tonight. That's what I'm <laughs> Hell yeah. Because Kevin and I both loved that record, and both of us have been like, we need to keep listening to that album. Because there's something different every time you listen to it. Yeah, and I mean, sure. yeah. Well, like, usually on, like, the drive back from, like, work, I'll, like, listen to, like, a lot of Mr. Shikari. But, like, aside from that, like, I listen to all of the Tiny Moving Cars records, though, at least, like, once a week. I like to go through their entire discography. Um, a lot of load structures. Oh man! Uh, era. I just checked out Grave Mind. I did not know about, and I oh yeah, was listening to them today. Oh, was that that band that we found last night? Yeah. Yeah. Like Yo, do you guys want to see a crazy video? Fucking Absolutely. look up. Uh, what's it called? The five. The 500 best metal yeah, riffs or something it's called. Like oh, the fucking Nick oh, Nocturnal, the Nick video? Nocturnal video? Yo, that shit is <laughs> remarkable. It's like two hours long. And like yeah. Five, ten minutes into like... Video. We watched that together, actually. We watched that in the Discord. Like, we we watched ago. that last night, yeah. We just like kept watching all these riffs being played. And then like, I just like... I was like, how long is this video? <laughs> and it was like two hours long. And I looked up and I realized we were still on like standard tuning that he was like covering and I was like oh wait a minute that's probably why the video is so long he goes all the way down to like double drop dude, speed he was I like just want to free like it was insane dude i just want to like give that dude a shout out this real quick cuz that that shit blew my mind man because like think about like one a lot of those songs don't have tabs right so he has to like learn by ear a lot a lot of those riffs two he programmed not only the drums, but the bass to all of those riffs, too. Good God. And he had to film all that and track them cleanly and edit the video. It's just like, it's a mind-boggling, like, amount of work. That's what's you know what I mean? crazier like, to me about Nick is his reputation on YouTube is the guy to, like, put out a cover of a song the, like, day of or day after it comes out. Like, he's right. always been quick. But, I mean, like, to have an ear be trained enough to keep up in tunings as low as yeah. like c1 is like it's remarkable to me yeah it's insane. like i the way that i have to do that i mean like um i didn't even know this until i was older that i had like perfect pitch so i'm able to like hear a note and what i do is i have like i have this like boss tuner app and i'll just like <laughs> hum it and i'm like all right that's what the song is in but oh, to sick. take that to a completely different level you know, and just learn yeah. your song that's like brown notes and know what it is. It's just insane yeah. to me. I think like when I first like started playing with these guys, I mean, like they had tabs for some of the songs, but then for like you learned a lot of it by ear. Yeah. I had to learn everything by ear, and like I had to like 
listen to the song super closely or get like some kind of app. Amazing or slower downer, where, dude. Where it would, like, Great slow, app. Just, <laughs> just slow enough so I can like make out what the actual notes are. But like, yeah, like getting your, your ear like on par with like figuring everything out, like all that kind of stuff. is Not easy. Problem. Not easy. Yeah. So, um, Kevin, what have you? I'll go last. All right. Um, recently, it's been the uh, that first absence of mine LP. I found myself going back to um, okay. the one five six silence record that came out this year. Fucking Great dudes, nuts. Great. Can I can I just tell a quick story about that Absolutely. band just real quick? Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> they they bought or did they buy? No. All right. So we borrowed Fever Wars trailer for one of our tours. Okay. Um, so we did this tour with this trailer. I brought it back to my parents' house and this was maybe like a year and a half, two, two years ago. And, um, the fever war let one, five, six silence use, use that trailer. So they had to come to my house and get the trailer. Um, I couldn't figure out how to properly latch their trailer or, or like latch the trailer to their van. So we kind of like latched it up. I thought it was good. I was like, yeah, this go to your show. Like you guys will be fine. And I see, I think it was the guitar player at, at this thing called FanFest, like six months later. Oh, yeah, yeah, And And he comes up to me, he's like, yo, dude, like, what's up, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yo, whatever. And um, I, I asked him about the trailer, and he was just like, so actually, <laughs> um, the trailer fell off of their van on the way to the venue right when they left my house. That shit literally fell off of their van, and, like, their van kept going, the trailer stopped. <laughs> like, like, it was in the road, and that shit just came off and i was just like dude i know it's like six months later but i am so sorry <laughs> like like because like i don't know how to like properly like hook up a trailer i mean like i do but like i thought it was fine like payo is usually <laughs> our our guy to like double check that and like really make sure that like it's locked and secured and i guess i just oh it, it was because they didn't have a padlock for the little latch thing um God, but dude, yeah. I felt so bad. I was just like, I don't even know what to say to you, dude. But I am sorry. Like, so if if you ever uh, listen to this, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, great, great, great guy. Super unique music, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's really a, I'm, dude. That was it's honestly contending my album of the year. It's like right, it's it's still below Loathe, but it's up there. Right dude, what was like new, like newest album? I, Crazy. I, I cannot I literally cannot shut the fuck up about I let it in and it took everything we would be here forever it's literally just one of my absolutely favorite albums I think I've heard in years that and sundowning by sleep token have completely made me rethink what is possible in music yeah, and you. it sounds like such an example but it's 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 so true especially loathe like obviously sleep token are incredibly unique doing like pop music with you know extremely low tuned metal influence but the fact that loathe can make going from like genty you know ambient type stuff to shoegaze is insane to me and i i listen to that album probably every other day i i have to check that out now now yeah, I've never actually like gave like their album like a full listen through. Like obviously oh, like, never like I've heard about them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I I can't wait until they the tour they tour the US again eventually. Yeah. They're they're from the UK, right? Yeah. yeah. 
they, Dude, they, the UK has a lot of cool, cool bands, man. Absolutely. Some of our favorites, like that we've talked about, like Static Dress, especially. I was just gonna say them, yeah. dude. They're, they're like them and Loathe are like the two. Actually, them, Loathe, and Lotus Eater. Do you guys know Loathe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're like the three bands from the UK that like we're like dying to do something with. Like, we, um, one of my bands, uh, we're called Years Off My Life, and, uh, we're like, we're so weird. Check that out. Oh yeah, I I could just like send you a link, but I'm hardcore yeah, dude, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're we emotive hardcore. We made up a genre. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we just call ourselves that to get away with doing whatever we want. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, we're like melodic hardcore, X like post hardcore type stuff. Our newer cool. stuff is a little bit more aggressive, uh, mm-hmm. which is funny because we really we're really excited about like doing the opposite of what bands do, which is like of course like put out something heavy and then get softer. And we're like no, like this is like. Do you want to do something but, uh, softer than get heavier? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But like, yeah, we're, we're for fans of like Under Oath, The Ghost Inside, and um, uh, Counterparts, I guess. Like just like yeah, melodic dude. hardcore is the whole. I uh, I sing and play guitar in that band. Um, do you wait? You do both at the same time? Yeah. I respect that, dude. I can't do that. Really? <laughs> I'm so like I I can because I I, I have mean, a I'm certain. Not, I'm, I'm not like two handed tapping. I'm not a fucking tiny moving still, parts. Still, dude. Tell like you how many times I've asked that man how he does that? Every <laughs> single time I see tiny moving parts. Brain is just wired differently. I, he has to be wired differently. Yeah, it's insane. But I mean, like, yeah, I'm not doing anything crazy. I do play lead for the band, but I mean, I'm I'm doing a lot of like ambient like note chord stuff. Man, and give yourself more more credit, dude. That thank that shit's you. hard. You know that what? shit's fucking hard. <laughs> I appreciate the validation. <laughs> I, do, I do I do drums and backup vocals, man. That shit is hard. It's dude, hard. See, that's crazy too, too, man. I mean, I mean, like there, like there's like one or two spots during our set that I have like one or two singing parts, but it's always during parts where like I'm holding out a note or like it's nothing too crazy. Um, but yeah, like for that's just never clicked for me for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know. It's, it's all practice, though. To be like fair, yeah, yeah. I think it's because like when I when I started learning guitar, I kind of learned with like the mindset of also fronting a band. Obviously, like having like bands like Pierce the Veil be like one of your favorite bands. You're like, yeah, I want to like front a band and play guitar, like uh whatever i don't front like we have a frontman and we both do harsh and clean vocals which is something really cool in my opinion that like not a lot of bands do um but um when it comes to stuff that i've been listening to recently have you guys ever heard of pale dusk pale dusk no i haven't actually oh my gosh add them to spotify right now they are a japanese uh we said glitchcore Kind of. I call it glitchcore. Call- I think glitchcore. I think they only have like one song that really warrants like calling them almost car bomb, but they have one song that's like almost car bomb. Um, you take like that Crystal Lake foundation. Oh, dude, I love Crystal make, Lake. Make that a little bit more. Um, Mathy. Yeah, Mathy, and also like a little bit more J Rocky. Like they okay. have like they have like those super catchy choruses that are like on the new Crystal Lake song. Um, yeah. But I mean, um, they're absolutely sick. Their lead work check them out. is some of my favorite I've heard in a while. Um Carcosa, Andrew Baina's newest band. Are... How does that name sound so familiar? Andrew Baina? Yeah. What he's is he? He's a, a, uh, he's he's a, a YouTuber. A, yeah, he's a YouTuber. They have okay, the band Galactic Pegasus. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now yeah, sure. they are Carcosa, and Carcosa's more like on the Oceano side of things. Cool. Awesome. Um, have you guys heard of Darko yet? Yeah, that's um that new like uh, Chelsea Grin slash uh, uh what other band is that? Yeah, Emir. Um, uh, it's the drummer. Emir, yeah, Amir. yeah, yeah. But uh, Josh Miller does like everything for that band. He plays guitar, yeah. he plays drums, he does all the like. That is some of the most innovative stuff I've heard recently. In terms of like heavy music, dude, that they they definitely have like a very unique edge. It's very hard it, to yeah, have that unique edge. It reminds me of like Danza with modern influence exactly yeah and i listened to that new darko ep the death mask one and then i listened to the new chelsea grin single that came out yesterday it's it's yeah we've I been we've, we've been kind of like poking fun like we 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 respect everybody and their musical endeavors but of course after hearing new amir and after hearing new chelsea we were like why don't you guys just like do darko like always <laughs> yeah no yeah dude of um, course that makes sense with that um have you guys ever heard of bad flower no, that's another no. dude. You keep throwing throwing bands I've never heard of. <laughs> Listen, you just got Spotify. I'm just gonna send you a playlist. Yeah, yeah. If that's cool, like I'll literally just send it right now. I'm just I'm just gonna follow all these bands on Spotify because I can do that. I got now. you. I can follow bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's something I relate to. Like the reason I love Spotify so much, like getting into music, is like the related artist thing. You just go in there and you're like, oh, I like this band. Let me check out these eight other artists. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Right, dude. Exactly. exactly. Like I used to like go to sleep watching Netflix and trying to find like a new show, show or something. But like the past yeah. like month or two, I literally do the same thing, but with Spotify. I just lay in my <laughs> yeah. bed and like I listen to all these different bands and shit. It's great. I um, let me see. Got a few more here. Spirit Box. Yes, I love. Spirit oh Box. God, Roger's real into them insane uh yeah she has an incredible voice too i must she there's that one control um, is insane there's that one like one take video yeah of of rule nines nines. yeah Yeah. very Um, impressive yeah i have hexes and no ear on here (laughs) (laughs) uh dude i have to become like the reimagined for coffee is honestly been on heavy rotation. Training. Really? Thank you. I, I played it at work yesterday. I played it at work on Thursday and someone was like, who hurt you? And I was like, nobody. <laughs> he's, he's a barista at Starbucks. Yeah, I work at Starbucks. Just- <laughs> so I can get away with it. I can get away with playing it. Damn. I- wait, wait, so, wait, 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 sorry. So you, you were playing that song over the Starbucks like speakers? Yeah. <laughs> dude i love you man that's, that's I st- incredible I like, they let us play the aux because not many people come in the store right now because of corona right so of every, they're like yo just do whatever you want and i just plug in whatever i want no one argues dude with yeah so fucking great. um that that song actually you know it's it's kind of funny because uh we got the offer to do that and like it was one of those things we're like all right like we kind of don't feel comfortable all meeting up yet because this is back in like right when covid like really started to like take shape yeah um so what we had to do is Alex kind of just wrote the arrangement and wrote most, like basically all that song um, on his acoustic. Like, and one day I went up to his house. I wore the mask the whole entire time. We spent a solid like eight hours. I tracked it on my laptop in his bedroom. We made like a makeshift little like studio area. Yeah. And I mixed an acoustic song for the first time in my life. <laughs> and Dude, then it, it's sick. It happened awesome. to come out. All right. Apparently. I yeah I absolutely love it I it's so I there are plenty of bands and this isn't like specific but there's just so many bands that say reimagined and it really just means like acoustic or like a little bit like toned down like maybe some Mm -hmm. piano 
but the fact that you guys took such a progressive song you know mm-hmm. like the time signatures the 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 little the i call them ticks i know that doesn't sound good but for especially ko stuff i call it ticks like you have your moments where like things switch up so right of course like, yeah aimlessly but so like there's so much flow in it like it's never mm-hmm. just like completely jarring like in a like let's say like code orange or like poppy right. way you know what i mean it's it's always like it flows very well and to take like a song that's you know incredibly intricate and put it into something like that i thought was like insane you know it's one thing to just like yeah no problem like it's one thing to take like and it doesn't i'm not saying it takes any less but i mean take like a four four song and put it in an acoustic you know and just have that go like it's it's a different process than you know like really having to get in there and go how do we make this work our uh, our intro and outro for the podcast is the breakdown of party fell my nice. tech tech <laughs> dude what's actually kind of funny about that me me and Teo, um we got commissioned like a week or two ago to make a podcast intro and outro for this oh, like murder mystery theme podcast that's um fucking sick so we like wrote and recorded these like little like 30 it was like three 30 second pop punk songs and um our friend ben like uh did did a singing on it which by the way his band is called a uh, regrown very very good band you guys should check them out gotcha. um guaranteed i got it yeah but it, it was it was a very weird experience like like i've never actually like written like a podcast thing but it was really fun honestly like just like being able to be like all right it's gonna be like 30 seconds of something like fun and catchy that's all we got to do and like just like knowing that like you don't have to like go like the full like song length and, like you just have to write like a really good 30 second thing i don't know it's like it's like a fun way of writing that i never really experienced have you have oh i was about to say have you ever like done anything like that before no like, no nah. oh, man it's a very odd mindset actually yeah um but if you guys ever need a, a, a new podcast intro got you we know where to go yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um be yeah i mean that pretty much we just wanted to get like a proper send-off instead of instead of zoom just cutting us off or the (laughs) exactly but uh yeah we appreciate you guys and your time and i mean like if you ever want to do this again say like when you guys do a release or uh we're actually both in the in the discord yeah you guys ever just want to talk about random shit about anything just hit us up we're just always in discord playing games being stupid so it sounds great no <laughs> thank you guys for having us again like this is our first uh yeah podcast experience um definitely hope to do more now this is fun yeah i'm glad yeah. man all right well thank you guys so much we uh thank you guys thank you for all at you guys and yeah, cool that's all right that's you guys. Guys. See you later. yeah